Welcome to Knives Out Minute. I'm your host for this week, Ryan Murphy, and joining me is my guest for this week, Stephen Jones. Hi, Stephen. Hello. Today we're talking about minute number 30. Uh, we'll be covering from 29 minutes and 0 seconds to 29 minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, we start our scene uh, with a continuation of uh, Lieutenant Elliot's voiceover. Uh, while we see what was going on the night of the party, uh, Linda wakes up... Uh, immediately uh due to the noise from the stairs and we end our minutes uh with marta leaving uh walt and jacob out on the porch so what did you think of this minute i like the movie's use of flashbacks yeah absolutely like it's it's they they do a good job navigating the chronology of it to make sure that nothing seems like confusing as to like when it's happening relative to everything else yeah yeah it definitely um we we keep getting we keep coming back to you know seeing in in detail what's what has happened already uh it it's interesting uh how that's used throughout the movie i I agree like at no point was i like but is this happening before or after you know that other other flashback that we saw like a half hour ago or something and that's probably a good thing for a movie that consists like half of flashbacks yeah yeah and it i feel like it helps the uh you know there are some there are some murder mysteries or mysteries in general where it's like possible to reconstruct and figure it out ahead of time there are some where it's just like they don't give you the information that you need to solve the case yeah uh, but here I feel like it's, it's always, it's very consistent in like, if you're watching this, you, you know, the sequence of the things that happen and you can sort of put everything together. It's, I feel like it does a fair job of giving you what you need to know. Um, at least in the, uh, yeah, in, in that sort of overall sense with the flashbacks. So, uh, yeah, we, um, we, we, establish how i don't know if are are we we established that linda is a light sleeper um in part because richard is still sleeping with all the creaking that's going on but the stairs are really loud i don't like i don't know that i would sleep through that and i'm not a light sleeper it's it seems like something that that harlan should get someone to look at i don't know yeah as as you know, particular and precise as he is about what he wants about his his stuff, he seems like he would not have the patience for a uh, stare that creepy. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, and I, the thing is, I like I do sympathize with Linda in in you know she as you know people keep going up and down the stairs. The second time she's woken up, uh, she's very annoyed and like yeah, I yeah, that's fair. You should be annoyed. <laughs> That, that seems not conducive to sleep. Uh, so we do see um, 
what's going on with her. We see Joni uh, in her room, which she's um, decorated and she's uh, meditating when she hears the kathunk from somewhere above her in the house. Um, yeah, I guess she does have a room as well. She heads on up. I guess, what do you think of Joni's... I don't know. What, what do you think of Joni's concern for Harlan? Uh, the fact that, you know, of the people in the house, she seems to be the only one to go up and, and check on, oh no, I've just heard something fall. I do think it's interesting that she's the only one, but I... Yeah, just from a, a, a you know structure standpoint, I guess it'd be weird and superfluous to have a scene where everybody goes up to check on a, a bump in the room. But yeah, yeah, uh, I just think it's it's interesting in terms of like how Joni operates through the rest of the movie. Um, and this is Friday, so we'll, we will be getting into spoilers uh, shortly, and I'll give a spoiler warning for that. Uh, but I just I I feel like that very much fits with what Joni's what Joni wants to portray herself as yes if that makes sense within the movie Um, she's the the caring compassionate one of the family yeah yeah so uh we get upstairs uh Harlan explains that he's uh knocked the go board over um which like First of all, uh, do you have any experience playing Go? I am experienced enough to know that I am not very good at playing it. Yeah, no, that's that's my experience as well. Like, it's it's something I'm like, it's kind of you know, as with uh, like chess, it's like I I want to know how to do this. I want to know how to do it well. I've tried, and I just I need to put in the time. I think to to uh get competent at it but it's it is also kind of a um that's a large thing to just kind of uh have fall over um so that that in itself is like what you know (laughs) i guess in 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 what harland is telling Joni, i i'm curious what Joni thinks happened just before the board got knocked over that i don't know um okay so we continue on Joni goes back downstairs uh 10 minutes later uh linda is woken a second time by marta leaving and this time the stairs are very loud (laughs) uh and we we will get into that uh in a moment here and she uh passes by jacob and walt and says walt i'm leaving so uh so yeah i guess getting into uh sort of spoiler territory so uh if you are listening to a podcast breaking down the movie knives out minute by minute uh but would like to avoid spoilers from this point forward uh we're going to talk about spoilers so so what do you think i did it all this The, the main thing about this wing of the, the flashback that sort of uh, stuck out, uh, both of them involving Marta, uh, when uh, Joni goes up to check on them, uh, it's, you know, something I you know, picked out having seen it a second time was uh, Marta in the background, like very deliberately, or at least seeming very deliberately not, you know, looking at the door to see who just came in. Um, yeah. And, uh, we see her leave uh, twice because we see her leave again when we see her flashback. Mm. 
Uh, but when she leaves, when when that, when we see her leave through her flashback, uh, we hear her, you know, saying, "Ah, oh, I can't believe it's midnight already." And and you know, right. uh, the detective recant recounting what happened happened. We just see that she leaves, and I think I think we see uh, Walt look at his watch both times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's what uh, Lieutenant Elliot cites as like, oh, that's how we know because Walt saw that it was midnight. Yeah. But she does, she does, uh, like as you said, not here. It's not like called out here, but she does like prompt Walt, "Hey, look at your phone or look at your watch. It is midnight." That is the time I'm leaving. It, 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 that and like the aggressiveness with which she walks down the stairs. Yeah. And that's do kind of reveal a lot about what she's doing. You know, another possible, you know, if, if, if we, I think if we'd gotten her saying that this first time out, that would be, you know, too many like weird specific details at once. So I, I think it's really smart that they only reveal that she did that once we already know. You know what actually is is going on? Yeah, it would feel too much like oh no, they should go check out her story because that's suspicious. Yeah. But in in not you know having her say that in this run through, it does kind of like it it keeps Marta's any sub- suspicion off of Marta. Like she there there seems to be nothing uh, to be concerned about there. I when I think it's we smart. do they, go to uh, see sorry go ahead. Oh no! I was just going to uh, add on to the uh, the point you made about her facing away from the camera when we see uh, Harlan's study. Um, I so looking through the script, uh, it says that uh, in the room behind him we see Marta, her back turned, preparing a hypo needle. I watched that several times, trying to be like, can you actually see that she's preparing like a shot? I don't think you we, you see her pick something up, but not only is her back turned, but it's she's also kind of out of focus. Hmm. Like we're we're being discouraged from worrying too much about what Marta's doing. So that is that interesting interesting choice there. Um, yeah. So I guess while we are in this sort of spoiler territory, I. I mean, is there anything that you want to uh, discuss, not only with this episode, but with any of the uh, minutes that we've covered this week? Sorry, buffering. Um, I think they did a good job weaving Marta into the the mystery, because aside from, you know, like seeing her wake up and her, her mom and I think sister, uh, yeah, I think those are really the only two scenes we get with her before. You know the whole, you know, big reveal and the basically basically up until the parts that we've been seeing, because uh, I think just before, yeah, uh, the 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 minute where we see her puking is when uh, we just kind of see her nervously sitting there waiting and uh, like eavesdropping a little bit. So really, this is kind of our introduction to her, and it's it, I think it does a good job weaving her into the story when before she's been the more understated character and a cast of you know, playing, playing to the cheap seats type characters. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's definitely, it's, it's interesting to think about like, not only do we get a very good impression of Marta as a character through these, uh, through these minutes, but it's, 
like if you go back and you know sort of rewatch the scenes where you know she appears to be very nervous about lying because she you know is going to throw up and and that's an unpleasant experience or doesn't want to implicate other family members but with the you know sort of view that at this point in the movie she believes that she's responsible it's it's interesting to i don't know think of think of the way that uh uh she portrays that uh in the facial expressions that she has throughout these scenes uh and going forward i don't know yeah so yeah uh is there anything else we'd like to talk about uh with this minute uh, I think Ana de Armas in general does a really good job in this movie. Oh yeah, she's she's incredible, and uh, I mean everyone. In, that was the thing that you know uh, <laughs> when I was watching this, kind of struck me because I I remember uh, you know before going to see it being like oh all these people are in this movie, you know that should be fun to watch, and oftentimes you get you know this ensemble cast thing, but everyone in this movie does just a really great job I, I don't know i i i mean i guess it should it sort of goes unstated giving that we're making a podcast about uh this movie where we break it down minute by minute but yeah. i really enjoy this movie and i enjoy all the performances in it yeah um but you know go, going into it she was the one i was i think the least familiar with um yeah yeah i'd, I'd only seen her in uh knock knock with uh keanu reeves Mm. which is is not nearly as good as this uh didn't really make much of an impression <laughs> for anybody in the movie that i hadn't already seen in other stuff so it was sure. you know, kind of functionally a, a blank slate going in and she's you know right up there with the you know jamie lee curtis's and and michael shannon's in the movie yeah absolutely and this is you know uh this is probably i mean she was in uh blade runner 2049 which i haven't actually seen yet i should do that that seems like something i should check out i've, I've seen blade runner but not the the sequel um but i i feel like this was probably uh i mean she, she's had a career dating back uh you know years but for american audiences knives out was probably like the sort of break out you know yeah this was a lot of people's first experience in in watching her uh in a film and i, I yeah again think she just did an amazing job um let's yeah, see. the the bit at the, the the very end of the movie where the the mug comes back for the last time with her drinking the mug the, and yes. the people having to to leave her house is I've, I've, yeah I've yeah facial acting before um i think she does a lot with i guess it's not a subtle look but it's not she's she's not like mm -hmm. bugging to the camera or anything it's 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 a it's a very sort of controlled expression at the, at the very end there i think that's she she's she has very very strong nonverbal acting styles in, the, in this movie i think that's what one of the main things that i picked up on with, with her performance 
Yeah, yeah. I think there. I think, yeah. There, there's a way to do that where it comes off as like overly hammy. Uh, I, you know, it, you you could make that too obvious, but she's she's just so good at like, you know, having the correct reaction, but not looking like you know, it's too exaggerated. It's 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 subtle, and it just you know fits right in for what you need for the the scene yeah and uh yeah <laughs> just the visual of her uh you know with the with everything that's that's happened and and with the uh totemic coffee cup i think great yeah uh so so yeah uh is there anything else we want to discuss in uh this minute here uh a uh- Randomly, I got the thought that this would probably make a really good double feature with uh, Ready or Not that came out uh, recently. That is something that I so so yeah, Ready or Not I uh, is another thing that like I don't know I I need to just watch a lot more stuff, but um, that was because I think that was out at around the the same time right i think they were both the same i think year. i yeah so i think i was uh even and i i know this has been said before on other weeks of this podcast i think i also kind of before i'd seen uh knives out at least i kind of confused the two uh they're you know i don't know if it's the uh setting uh or something, but but yeah, no, I definitely. They both have sort uh, of a darkly comedic way of portraying the rich. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's. And there's a, a shot having of, uh, Jamie. One of the shots of Jamie Lee Curtis, like when she's asleep and getting woken up by the the stairs. Uh, like for a split second, she looked like a character, and ready or not, that had sort of a similar. Uh, short white swept back. Yeah, no, I think that's. I I may go ahead and I might go ahead and uh, do that. I might, uh, having not seen Ready or Not, I might take that advice and and view this as a double feature and watch Knives Out and Ready or Not. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's. I think that's uh, all we've got for this minute. So uh, once again, Stephen, I want to thank you for uh, joining me for this week. Thanks for having. Me. Was there a, a, a question of the day for this one? Uh, that was the uh, spoiler discussion. Oh, okay. So, okay. I got you. Uh, yeah. So, uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for listening uh, to to this week of Knives Out Minute. Uh, please uh, rate and review in your podcatcher of choice. Follow Knives Out Minute uh, on Twitter at Knives Out Minute. Uh, and, uh, thank you once again. And, uh, yeah, uh, the podcast will be back, uh, with a new series of minutes on Monday. Bye, everybody. Uh,